Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're going to talk a little week one waiver wire. So we just want to throw out some names that you might have an end of, you might, might have a spot at the end of the bench. Maybe you have a person that went to IR and you have an open spot, or maybe there's just, I don't know, you had an injury to Dobbins or ETN and you still have that bench spot. And there's just some guys that are interesting are I'll say interesting. I don't know if there's any like sure things here, but we just want to throw out some names. So I posted, I posted a list on Instagram the other day of just some guys that I'm kind of interested in. So Jeff, we get your thoughts on some of this. So actually my number one on that list was Ramondre Stevenson. I, I I love this pick for the Patriots. I know you're a Harris guy, but I think Stevenson, this thing, if Stevenson were to get a shot, I feel like he would, he could play well. He looked good in preseason. And this is what you do at this time of the year. You throw these guys at the end of your bench, hoping, okay, we'll see what happens week one. Cause the Patriots are one of those teams that you truly don't know, right? You just don't know how that running back situation is going to play out. And maybe Stevenson has a bigger role than, anybody's anticipating at this point. So Stevenson to me, is like one of my favorite pickups right now to get, and I say we, we usually only go pick, pickups usually about 40% and under Stevenson's currently 19.1% rostered. So he's my top pick so far as Ramondre Stevenson. And this isn't going to be everyone's top pick, but for me, I love, I love Stevenson. Yeah. I, I like the way they use him in the preseason. The, and there's a reason why he's only at 19%. I think that his upside is huge. I, I absolutely think that you can throw him on your bench and, and find out how they're going to use him. The fear for a lot of people, and that's why they didn't draft him originally, is Harris is going to get crack at the number one. He'll probably be goal line. And then, you know, White will be the passing down, third down back. And where's that leave Stevenson kind of like to, to pick up whatever work hasn't been done. So you know, Patriots are kind of classic for that. They use a lot of different running backs, but that also means that at some point he probably will be useful, whether that just be bye weeks or whatnot. So, but in the preseason, he definitely showed that he has the talent to be a running back in the NFL, which I really, really like. So I I do like that pick. All right. Some other names, the the Jets running backs are, I guess, interesting to talk about. Michael Carter's been, he's had some injury concerns. We don't know what it's going to look like right now. It might be Tevin Coleman. Ty Johnson leading the backfield. Coleman's 19.7% owned. Ty Johnson's less than that. He's like 5.4% owned, I believe. I just looked it up. So those are guys which, that's the situation though. With the Jets, if you have a couple guys that are running back for the Jets, do you have anybody? Really? So if you're in a desperate pinch and you need somebody, maybe you look at Coleman this week. But we've seen Tevin Coleman enough, but you have to be pretty desperate to do that, I would say. Yeah, he's technically the number one right now, but yeah. we haven't really seen him run the ball in a very long time. So right. that that's what worries me, but he's definitely worth, if you have the extra spots, there's no reason to leave him empty, right? If there's someone, if yeah, you're not going to exactly. use him, it's much better to grab these guys and find out. Then um, another another running back to throw out there, Wayne Gallman, signed by the Falcons. There really isn't any other backs. Or, I mean, Mike Davis. But after Mike Davis, it's now just Wayne Gallman. I'm not sold on Mike Davis. I've been not sold on him. This entire preseason, they keep releasing all the backs. Wayne Gallman has actually looked decent in his opportunities in the NFL with the Giants. He was not a terrible running back. He was at least an average running back, right? He was at least James Robinson level running back, I would say. 
I mean, you put James Robinson in that <laughs> role. And, okay, maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'm going too harsh. But Wing Allman, if he got the opportunity with the Falcons, maybe it'd be okay. Or maybe it's just nothing like the Falcons running game was last year. So there's always that. But Wayne Gallman's interesting again. Bench spot, you can't get anybody else. Maybe you throw him on the end. So. Yeah, uh, once again, I like that. I think he even he even looked good in, in San Fran in the preseason. Right, like, yeah. He, he looks healthy right now. He looks good. He's probably going to be the number two there. And people forget, but I mean, on a, I mean, he was New York last year, right? I mean, on a yeah. bad team, he he scored touchdowns in like five straight games. He, he was very, very relevant for that middle portion yes. of the season. So it all depends on... Once again, how they use him and Mike Davis, even though he did well, you know, when McCaffrey went down last year, he's definitely not a lock for anything at the moment. Preseason hasn't shown us any of that yet. So I, I like this pick a lot. And I don't think I think he's going to be completely forgotten about. So, right. He's that guy you get. For, you just throw there and you just no one else is looking for him as they're yeah. you know trying to get more upside plays. So next up, let's talk. We talk about Baltimore running backs. So. Another another injury to Baltimore running backs. Justice Hill is now out for the year as well. So Dobbins is out. Justice Hill is out. So now their backs are obviously Gus Edwards at the top back. Right now, the number two is Tyson Williams. He's only owned in 20% of leagues. And Tyson Williams, if he gets to keep that second role, which was the former Gus Edwards role, it's a productive role. It's, it's a role that you need to have this guy rostered. Gus Edwards needed to be rostered as the number two. I think Tyson Williams would need to be rostered as the two. Problem is, they just signed Le'Veon Bell. What is he? I don't know. I don't know what Le'Veon Bell is anymore. Can he play at all? And would you, if you had that bench spot, would you throw Bell onto your team and just see what happens? Well, I don't. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. I would. The question yeah. would be, would you rather have Bell or Tyson Williams if you only have <laughs> one spot? That that becomes a real problem, right? I don't know what Tyson Williams is. And no one does. I mean, that's, <laughs> I don't know. That's the thing. No one, no one has any idea. And the thing I do like about Le'Veon Bell, and I realized that he did, he did not look good in the last couple mm-hmm. of years. The thing I do like about him is you have a guy that has carried a huge workload in the past. He's a, a savvy player. He's, he's good. He's kind of like, you can just put him in the Ravens offense and he's not going to hurt you. Um, and as we've seen every running back, is able to rip off like five, six yards per carry last year. Um, will Le'Veon do that? Probably not. He's, you know, he's getting a little bit slow, but at the same time, it doesn't mean that he can't average four, four and a half perhaps and, um, and, and give a good value. So the question will be, do you trust Tyson Williams not to, you know, block correctly? Do you trust him to mm-hmm. not fumble the ball? Do you like, there's a lot of things that could get him buried on the depth chart. And I guarantee you Le'Veon Bell will not do any of those things. So if he gets an opportunity, he's going to make the most of it. I don't know where he is physically at, anymore, but um, as the number two behind Gus, uh, Gus Edwards, I would definitely be willing to take the shot at Le'Veon. Um, but the question is, where does he rank compared to everyone else? I, I think I would lean, I can't believe I'm saying this. I think I would lean Le'Veon right now instead of Taysan because I, I don't know what the, the kid is. And I, I think you're going for the veteran just, as the number two, just to have that safety. And just hold is, that, he, that. is he going to be, is he a better pick than Gallman? Is he a better pick than the other I, guys he, we named? I don't know about that. Maybe if you do the bell thing, it's just that hope and that slight glimmer of hope that maybe he still has some of that old Le'Veon Bell in him. And he just hasn't had a chance to show it yet. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really. And I think that, the, the Ravens is a good landing spot for him. He doesn't have to really create for himself. And, yeah. and that's what I like about it. I'm, if he was on a different team, I would say just give it up. 
But with this one, you're going to have some large holes. They're going to be worried about Lamar. Um, and he can always catch the ball. I don't know if they're going to utilize him that way. But there's definitely that that Ravens offense is a good fit for him. Yeah. And then two other backs that are these are these are guys definitely much, much further down the, the list that if you're like in a 10 team league, probably in a 12 team league, I don't see you roster and maybe maybe one of them, but you might be a little deeper, but or have deep benches. So Kenny Gainwell from the Eagles is interesting to me. I'm curious how they're going to use him. Are they going to actually if he does he get an opportunity to be that pass catching back there? If he does, he could have some value. And then this one, then the second guy is way down the list, way down the list. But I'm just I I liked it what I saw from him in the preseason and he had a good, he was good in college, but as Jarrett Patterson from um, for the, for Washington, he's down the list a little bit, but they did release Peyton Barber. So he's going to, part of it might be because Patterson looked good. He, he made the team as an undrafted, you know, um, free agent. So I I'm interested in him. I just don't play. I haven't played enough deep leagues, I guess, to draft him, which is, I don't like, I, I want him on my team. I really do, but I don't have a team right was a deep enough, deep enough bench yet to put him on my team. But I'm, that's a guy just to keep an eye out. I'm, I'm interested in him. So wide receivers. I got a couple of interesting wide receivers, I think, and a few, few rookies is where – well, actually, you know what? Before I do that, a couple other running backs just to throw out there quick. I missed a couple guys. A couple handcuffs. Alexander Madison, we do talk about this all the time. If you have Cook, have Madison. Tony Pollard, if you have Zeke, you should have Tony Pollard, right? Like I, those guys shouldn't be this, this you know – ownership level should be shouldn't be so far down you should have those guys and then the other one is tony jones jr because um he actually might have some value on his own they released latavius murray today so murray is gone tony jones jr jumps into that murray role if it's anything like it was before murray actually had some value on his own maybe tony jones jr has that and he's way down there like two percent owned so tony jones jr is very interesting as well yeah murray I can't imagine him not finding a team. I have a feeling he's gonna like find his way on a waiver. <laughs> like, yeah, show. he and he, he wouldn't mean? take a pay cut. That was it. Wasn't like they necessarily wanted to cut him. He wouldn't take a pay cut, and they didn't want to pay him that. So he'll find a team. He's good enough yet. But yeah, Tony Jones Jr. is interesting. I'm, now I'm very surprised. Role. Like it. Yeah, he is. And, but Latavius Murray was one of those that if he went to the Ravens, I would be very interested. I'm kind of it's one of those that I know Le'Veon is there now, but we'll you see. know there could be a surprise splash. Yeah, that would be interesting, actually. All right. Wide receivers. Got some rookies here. We got uh, Elijah Moore, I think is very interesting with the Jets. We have, you know, I just like these, these rookies on the end of my bench, these rookie receivers, because you just don't know who's going to hit. Elijah Moore, to me, is an interesting one. Terrace Marshall from the Panthers is very interesting as well. And then if you go further down, Diami Brown. I love Diami Brown from Washington. Another one. I want to throw those kind of guys on my team and see if who's – Who's the real deal? I feel like you can't tell as much with wide receivers. The wide receivers that go first, second, third round, sometimes it doesn't even feel like it matters which where they go. You have first round guys that don't do as much, and you got like guys the second or third round who really look great. Oh, Kadarius Tony is another one, you know, mm-hmm. for the Giants. Throw him on the end of the bench if you have the spot and just wait and see if any of these guys hit. I'd rather do that than some of the other, you know, players that are maybe slightly more owned, but Elijah Moore is actually up to 40% now. So he's literally right at that, our cutoff for what we usually talk about. Cause so the veterans around there, if you don't go for the rookies, the veterans are like the Nelson Aguilar. Who's, I don't know. Interesting. I don't know what the Patriots are going to do. So, but I don't know if you have any other wide receiver names out there. I think it's just, I like those rookies. Yeah. I I agree with you on the rookies, especially Elijah Moore. There's something about the kid and we haven't been able to watch him play yet, but he is, 
I think he could be really special, but that is a you know there's a lot that has to go on for the Jets to be good enough for him to be you know breakthrough. But I like him a lot. Um, and the other ones you talked about, Terrace Marshall and um, and uh, Tony are definitely guys that should get playing time right away. Another one that we uh, talked about uh, a little bit, but we didn't mention was Amon St. Brown. Yep. He's going to be on the line, so taper your expectations. But he should get uh, a lot of playing time right away. So he has a uh, you know the availability to score quite a bit of points. Um, and two guys that are um, a little bit older, but uh, you might be able to find value in them. Is we don't know what Sammy Watkins is going to do on the Ravens yet. Kind of interesting. I don't expect a huge volume, but we'll find out. I have a feeling they're going to try to air it out a little bit more this year because they got a little ground heavy and you can't do that with Lamar and keep him healthy all year. And then the other one is uh, Russell Gage. He's at 33%. Um, he's on Atlanta. He's going to be the number two. We talked about him. He should be a safe way to get points if you're in a pinch. So he might be another place to go, especially if you need someone to contribute this week or you know, or, or coming up weeks and you don't want to wait for Kadarius Tony to figure out what he is. So mm-hmm. uh, those would be the other ones I, I mentioned. D. Eskridge, I think, is an interesting name with Seattle. I, okay, I do love Eskridge, and I I hope he doesn't break out. I mean, I do hope he breaks out week one. But he is way down there. There's a ton of other guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I guess it all comes down to where you would rank these guys. I think Elijah Moore would be my high top, on my yeah. list. He'd probably Elijah be Moore and one. Terrace Marshall would be my tops. Yeah, sure. I really like those two. And then I would get really, really The rest, I think, are kind of what you – I don't know. Maybe Maybe – St. Brown, just because of the potential opportunity. I mean, he yeah, has more opportunity probably than some of these others. It'd probably be him and, um, yeah, I, Tony is a name. Like that, that's an interesting one. He's a name, but I don't trust the team. And I tell you, truth, he's I been, don't. he's had different issues this preseason where he hasn't really had a chance. So we don't know yeah. if he's going to play I, much right away. I, I think Eskridge actually creeps up there pretty quickly because yeah. if he is a number three, like I think he could be. Um, it all, all it takes is one play, which he could easily do with that, that yeah. offense, especially them going, you know, having the matchup they do, mm-hmm. it, it could be one play and he scores a touchdown. Everyone wants him. So he, it gets really, uh, fuzzy because you don't want to miss out. Mm-hmm. So if you, I if know you could, that's all could, here we go. Me. If you, here's my thing. If, if you can, um, now that we named all these guys and we named a lot. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and I realize we're, we're naming a lot that are kind of stash players. If you're going to mm-hmm. pick two players on each wide receiver and two running backs that you think that you have to get for week one because they could break out immediately, mm-hmm. which which two on each do you pick? We'll see. I know my look at my running back. My first running back is going to be Stevenson because I actually have him stashed on our on our roster. So yep. that's for sure. Stevenson's there and. It's probably Gallman. It's probably Gallman because I'm interested to see how that plays. I don't trust Mike Davis wide receiver wise. So if like, okay, a lot, it'd be Elijah Moore and Terrace Marshall for sure. For me, if let's say, let's say they're gone. Cause they're gone in a lot of leagues, right? Mm-hmm. Moore and Marshall. Those are the easy names. I think it's pretty simple. After that, I actually do have Diami Brown on one of our team. One of my same team. I have Stevenson. So I'm, that's my all upside team. So I would probably go for me, it's Brown and oh man, this is so tough. Good. Yeah, I can see you going in either way. I okay. Amon Ross St. Brown. I just don't know if he had it's more just opportunity. I'm depends on what I'm looking for. Oh man, this is tough. I might just go Tony just because I feel like there's more potent, there's more talent there that it could it could work. 
And again, I'm not like risking much to not have, you know, to put these guys on my team, obviously, but I'd probably go later on Brown and Tony for me with Stevenson and Gallman. And even if Stevenson, yeah, yeah, that's where I'm going. So well, at least I'm hoping Brown and Stevenson work out. It would, it would do wonders for uh, my, my fantasy team. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, one other name um, who's at a strong camp is Marcus Valdez Scantling. Are you going to buy into this again? MVS said he had a strong camp no. this year. You're not going for it. No. What about Amari Rogers then? Amari Rogers is another name, another rookie who. Okay, I do, I do like Amari Rogers, but I, <laughs> knowing the way it goes in Green Bay, I like him, but I like the other names more because right. even like we saw with Tanyan, he could have a few games where Rogers is his best friend, but Devontae Adams, as long as he's healthy, he's gonna be the guy that catches a ton of touchdowns. So yeah. I like the other guys upside a lot more and and look into D Eskridge. Uh, he is he's that guy. If they play him at the number three position this week, he could break out. If they yep. don't, you know, then you wish you would have thrown Tony or whoever on the bench. So I, I think I agree with your hierarchy and where you would rank them. Eskridge would be right under those guys. Yeah. So, all right, there we go. There's some early waiver pickups. We'll do that episode again right after week one. Oh, I can't wait. We're almost here. Week one's almost here. The next episode you guys are going to hear from us is us breaking down the Bucks cowboys game, which is crazy to think. We're just about there. It's almost here. So, um, I, it's, it's NFL season. I'm, I'm excited. So we'll see what happens, but that'll do it for this one. Talk to you guys next time.